This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. And this is interesting. Brand new opinion poll out from the Angus Reid polling group. And this one looks at feelings that Canadians have around loneliness and connection to their family and friends. Some interesting findings here. Let's check in with uh, Dave Korzynski, now Research Associate at the Angus Reid Institute. Hi, Dave. Hi, how are you? I'm great. Thanks a lot for coming on. This is interesting findings here you've got in this poll. Uh, some of the ones that jump out at me are the large number of Canadians who feel like they're lonely, maybe isolated, and would like to have more connections to their family and friends. What jumps out at you here in the numbers? Yeah, it's an interesting lead-in because you guys are going from you know a, a gigantic community celebration that really united people and had everybody going out to bars and and you know participating with their friends and meeting new people, and then we go to um, a survey that really finds that there's a, a huge portion of the population that is really lacking in terms of um, their their connection and just their their overall sense of of uh, the quality of their their relationships. Yeah. So um, yeah. it's. It's important to note that, you know, for for our purposes, social isolation is different from loneliness insofar as, you know, isolation is more dependent on your community and, and your objective actions, how many people you're seeing, whereas loneliness is really a feeling and, and you're feeling that, you know, what you would like to see for your life is not really what you're getting and you might not be having the relationship quality or, or the number of relationships that you like. And, you know, you've got 29% of the Canadian population that says that they feel very isolated. They're, you know, they're, they're not out, uh, you know, they're probably not the people that are out at the celebration right now. They have a harder time kind of getting um, into their communities and even spending time with, with friends and family. And on the other end of the spectrum, you know, you've got about a quarter of the population that are doing really well. And, and it's interesting to see all of the things that kind of tie people together and, and what the impacts are of, of uh, certain kind of social trends on, on this area of research. Okay, some interesting stuff, the findings there. Dave Korzynski is my guest, Angus Reed Institute. Dave, I guess, um, I guess what jumped out at me on, the, on these numbers looking at it this morning was that loneliness and I guess an isol- isolation, I suppose, sadly, is just a, a fact of life in our society going back a long, a long time. I mean, it's just kind of unavoidable in some ways. But I wonder if these numbers jump out at you and indicate that maybe technology uh, drive some of this? Like if people are feeling more disconnected and isolated because they're living their lives online through a cell phone or through, you know, other in- interconnectivity, do you think, is is there any indication of that? Yeah, you know, there's a couple of things there. That first, you know, younger people are more likely to say that they feel isolated. And, and I think a lot of that is the these type of relationships that a lot of people have. You know, we've got that, that group is categorized as 18 to 34. And and people who are even you know younger than millennials, the the Gen Y, I think we're calling them, um, really do spend a lot of time with these these uh, you know Snapchat and Instagram and Facebook type relationships, and right. and there is there is a sense that it's a little bit uh, of a hollow type of interaction. But that said, um, you know people who who do use social media or text or email to stay in touch with people. Um, of all age groups are actually quite uh, they're quite positive about it. You know, seventy one percent of people who say that they use something like FaceTime or or their iMessaging to video call with people say that they actually appreciate it because it makes them feel more connected rather than you know they're concerned about the face to face contact. So it's kind of a it, it, there's good elements of it and there's bad elements and and certainly young people are 
searching for more in terms of the quality of their relationships, but these are tools that people do use that help them to stay in touch over long distances and with friends and family that they might not be able to see. Yeah, friends and family is so important. I think the family unit is such a such a crucial thing in our society. I mean, you take a look at some of these other numbers in your in your survey, Dave, that shows that one third, thirty three percent of people, which is a lot, saying they def- they could not definitively say if they could count on family family or friends to help them out through an emergency. This is a pretty big number. Yeah, when you think of the, you know, your kind of social network and the things that you would rely on people for, you know, it's it's really valuable to have somebody to lean on um both in a social sense uh, if you if you're looking for emotional support and then if you're looking for maybe you're running into some financial trouble and and like you said you've got 33% of Canadians who say that if they ran into a financial issue they actually don't know anybody that they would be able to reach out to and then that that one in five who say that even if they're looking for somebody for emotional support, they, they're not sure they'd be able to find someone. And that, that kind of leads into another one of my uh, kind of key takeaways from this is that you know, one in five people in Canada uh, say that they haven't had a meaningful conversation about their life with, with anybody within, uh, you know, when they think about the last year or so. They, they rarely or never do that. Um, so that really, that group of people are really um, quite isolated, and it, a lot of them actually, when you ask them if they if they wish that other people had reached out to them more, say that you know it would go a long way if if maybe their friends or family would reach out to them, and also there's a personal aspect. They realize that maybe they should be doing more of that themselves. So it goes both ways, but I think when you're trying to overcome these issues, you got to be aware and and just think about people in your life that maybe you haven't talked to for a while. Yeah. Who, uh, especially older people, you know, that might not have um, quite the meaningful relationships that they used to have. Yeah, maybe it's a wake-up call for people to keep those connections alive, right? Or to reach out, reach out and connect again with people maybe you've lost touch with. Yeah, and maybe you're yeah. maybe you use uh, use FaceTime or something because, like people, yeah. like I said, people that are using it say that it's quite a valuable tool. And there certainly is a desire for more meaningful relationships and, and just kind of general contact with your neighbors and community, which is you know something I think we could all use a little bit more of. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. I, I appreciate it. That is Dave Korzynski. He's a research associate at the Angus Reid Institute talking about that new survey on isolation and loneliness.